Yo, 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 you tuning in to the Notion Podcast. I'm your host, Dizzy D. Spill, here with my co-host in the building. Joanne Evans. Farmer Poe. What's happening? What's happening with y'all fellas, man? What's up? Uh, you know, maintaining, staying out of the way, doing our best to stay cool in this uh, heat. Nah, yeah, it's been a little extra hot. A little extra. Yeah, they need to, somebody need to turn the, turn the heat down, man, and uh, get some worldwide AC going on about this joint, because it's, yeah. <laughs> You need to make some changes, man. Somebody call Tony Stark. I've definitely been making changes <laughs> staying in the house. <laughs> That's one. I mean, these power outages ain't handling. You know what I'm saying? Man. You been getting hit with any of those, Paul? Nah. Yeah, we this yeah, they've been tripping over here, man. Over in, oh yeah, in the south area, nah, I'm good. I'm right I'm right by the hospital. So I'm I'm on the same grid as the hospital. So when the power go out, we are the priority. Oh. Yeah, you gotta get us back on. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they do have backup generators. He no, I mean, the hospital. He's just unified with the hospital. Yeah, they got to get us no, back. No, I'm saying it's in the same, the same grid. So any anybody that's around the hospital, they have priority because they're so close. True. That they have, yeah, it's not like our power is connected to, to the hospital powers. When our powers combine. Nah, yeah, yeah. They got their own thing going on over there. I think, I think they're self-efficient. You know, okay. me Mercy, we like neighbors. We yeah, we, so we, you know. we go way back. On the same page yeah, when they nah, yeah, man. Nah, 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 my name nah. on the grid. <laughs> nah, man. We, we ain't had no power out. Yeah, it's real, man. Well, man, let's dive right into it, man. Trump, man. This, this man, Trump. Um, you know, he finally uh, that mug shot. I just got some more news about that, but you know that mug shot is up. They finally uh, well, booked your boy. Yeah, we got to break this down in parts because I haven't really been giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. But the night I saw the um, the mugshot, I was sitting there smoking, chilling, and I didn't expect to see the mugshot. Like, I, I uh -huh. knew they was booking them and everything, and part of the booking process is you do at it. But when I saw it, it just had me tripped. I, was, I dropped my phone. Oh. Because... See that orange? New screen. <laughs> I was on the carpet. New screen. ASAP. Nah, nah, nah I was on the carpet. <laughs> nah, but um, for me, it was just the, the symbolism, like, the image of... A person of such power, I guess you want to say, because I don't want right. to, you know, what I mean, give him too much power. But that is an image that will live on for the rest of history. So, and what does that say about the country? What does that say about America booking it's, a president? To me, I'm a former I'm, president. I'm sorry. I anybody can things. get it. Yeah, <laughs> not. Now nah, that's a real message. Yeah. But there's a lot of there's a lot that's going on and and, and for me it's the historical um part of it. Like this is gonna go down in history that we've never seen this before. And then also just the the mugshot itself was crazy. Like he looked like he he the face he was making and all that, it was He looked irritated. Yeah, he, he was, was trying to eat. <laughs> Man, so, but then also to me, like I see what they they trying to do. As long as they get him a felony, they get him a felony, and you see it. Yeah, man, that looks. So like I I have on it. look how the lighting on it, how they got the his hair I, looking I have, nice right there. I have so I have an amazing point that I want to make, but I'm gonna save it regarding Larry Elder because we talked about Larry Elder last week and I have an amazing point I want to make so but 
I mean, I agree. Anybody can get it is what it's looking Anybody like. Anybody can get but it. But did you know, because of that mugshot, I believe what I read is his campaign raised seven mil. I mean, this isn't, it's going to Seven work. mil? Is it the free Trump campaign? Like, <laughs> I mean. Because his followers are the type to where, all right. I need those. Yeah, if they're, if, if they believe that there's a. We a, need those. Conspiracy or whatever against Trump. This is doing nothing but adding fuel to the fire. You believe there's that's, a conspiracy? That's a new Do standard. Do I believe there's a conspiracy? Yeah, for sure. They are conspiring together. Yes, for sure. I have. But in the in I have the, a new the standard. Theory, as a theory, I don't know. I don't even think about it. But as far as actual conspiracy, they are conspiring together to actually try to like take him down in a sense. But I don't think of it in the sense of where they like. I feel like if they got a mugshot, they. He kind of down already. They just got to <laughs> keep him there. Like, yeah. I mean, he did post a, what, $200,000 bill, though? Yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, but I mean, two bands, I'm going to just be there. <laughs> nah, he got to I think it would have been crazy if he had to play California yeah, Love no, and he, he was leaving. Yeah, it's no, oh, he got saying, it. though. He got to pay the 200. That's, that's, that's steep. Here's my thing Larry Elder was on a breakfast club. Mm-hmm. Last episode, me and Jelani talked about it, uh-huh. and one of the questions that was that was asked to Larry Elder was um, the system. He talked about the system, you know, and who controls the system and all this other stuff. And he kept dodging them. He was like Neo in the Matrix. He was just dodging all of the, an- you know, answering all these questions. So I just wonder, you know, as much as we've talked about the system as far as African Americans and how it's this and how it's that, and it was like we need to. You know, we need to work harder and, you know, there isn't really a, a, a system like, you know, um, conspiring against us and all that other stuff. I want to know if they feel the same way now that former President Trump is being booked. Is that system, is, it, is the system fair? Efficient. <laughs> we got it, guys. We got it. So are you asking if the system is, is fair because they were able to... Like, well, I'm asking it's, it's it's I'm asking that question towards people that had something to say about how we would talk about the system, yeah, how black folks would talk about the system. Argue, mm-hmm. We have a tendency to say the system isn't fair, and they will argue that the system mm-hmm. is set up a certain way and it operates as it's supposed to. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And you so just got to make the that, right decisions, right? So mm-hmm. now that somebody um, of the Caucasian variety higher up I guess you would you present him to be a one percenter yeah has been caught up in the system you know and they booked him mugshot charges pending I think about 12 of them mm-hmm. um is that same system that we said was unfair and you said nah it's good is that system still good or now are y'all feeling some type of way they might have an argument against that oh all of a sudden no I'm gonna say they're gonna have they're, they're gonna say that it's Fannie Mae so they gotta have somebody <laughs> Fannie Mae in Atlanta uh-huh. or Georgia in Clayton County or whatever is yeah. the one who's going against it. so the art the, so even if someone was to say yeah the system is um, working or whatever um, somebody else is going to say, well, it's a black woman out there. So um, until somebody white goes after somebody white, then the system ain't mm. perfect or whatever. I mean, I feel like the people in charge of the system are the same hue as, as Donald Trump. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm not part of that argument. But yeah. as far as, you know, just having an out, 
They, mm-hmm. say, they might say something like that. Yeah, it ain't a, ain't a strong enough out. But I do hear people trying to say that. Yeah. But nah, it ain't working with us. The system is flawed. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, hey. been, it's been flawed depending on who you're talking to. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot it's, of politicians Now that in it's person. affecting you, mm. it's flawed. Ouch. Right? Now it hurts. That's, oh. Crazy. It's, it, don't, it don't matter until it reach you. Do you think he's... I feel like he got momentum behind this. For sure. I do. For sure. Well, as yeah, crazy well, as it sounds, it's like... Well, it's not even crazy. It's, he's been put back in the public eye. Right? He's like their Ice Cube. You know what I'm saying? He's like, <laughs> he's like their Ice Cube. You know, they, they got their own Ice Cube, man. I don't man, know, because I feel Fighting like, against the system. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Ice Cube ain't got that type of support from... Everybody, mm-hmm. that's, that's the same hue. I don't feel like you know. What I'm saying? I don't. I seen a lot of uh, arguing and pushback as to what he was trying to do mm-hmm. when he was trying to work with the Trump and Biden campaigns. Yeah, he was trying to deal with both of them and see who had the better, um, the better who provided the um, who, who's going to provide the most for us specifically right. as a group. Yeah, who you know, what I'm saying who will understand what it is that that you know he's working towards. Uh, on behalf of us mm-hmm. and who would be willing to support that back him and help him get to a place of destination behind what it is he wanted to do. Right. And so he was looking to work with both. And in the midst of that, there were a lot of people that was like, nah, he's a Trump supporter and whoop woo woo when it wasn't so much supporting as in seeing who he could work with who had his best interest in mind on our behalf. Those yeah. are people who have no plans because all of the, those people who say that, oh, if you speak to him, then you are or even if you have a meeting, like, don't y'all know that the, these countries that go to war, they top leaders sit in an office together and they talk, they they drink tea and, and shit like that. Uh-huh. And they have um, a conversation, whatever it is, while their country is sitting there going to war. They're, like, the leaders of these countries can sit and have an, a conversation. Yeah, they're not the Regardless, one I got to go to war. Yeah. yeah, they might be both saying, yeah, we finna go fuck each other up. But the conversation is there. Have more tea? no that's real but i think that i mean i I agree with both points because when first of all they kind of burned cube they went out on twitter and social media saying oh we got ice cube support when he says okay i'll hear you guys out since the other side won't and 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 that's another thing right yeah and so and in the midst of that right uh there were a lot of other celebrities and activists and whatnot who were taking shots at what it is Q was trying to do and he was like well then why don't you help me why oh hell yeah be a part of yeah why Fox Soul why don't the you the hyenas like, on Fox Soul did yeah why don't you collaborate with me why don't we address this together and they didn't want to work with him and that's one of them things where it's like how are you going to complain about something but not provide any answers or help one of my biggest pet peeves right and that's like yeah. you're not you're not doing x y and z and what about this that and this and like okay well you're right all right you have a right you're you're right come help me nah i don't want no part well then shut the f- yeah yeah it was anything. it was claudia jordan and, and vivica fox and all of them on fox Soul. they interview ice cube and they were saying he didn't have anything for black women specifically that and ice cube thing. said and ice cube said hold on are black women not black people? And it was like, nah, nah, nah. And it, they, it, it, they sounded like the hyenas on Lion King. Well, they were put there to create dissension. Absolutely. For sure. That's the only reason Vivica Fox is used she, on those she's shows. She's washed. Yeah. She's used as a pawn to, to create dissension between black men and women. Yep. 
True. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I guess when uh, you're not getting roles, you know, I mean, she's getting them, but. We, we ain't seen. I'm a chill. You know she is. No, no, no. You're right. No, you're not. No, 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 you, no, you, no. You're right, bro. She's going crazy on Tubi right now. So shout out to her, man. She's got a lot of stuff on Tubi. So yeah, you know she's she still got it. Uh, man. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Just like a blowfish. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I yeah. don't want to say it. And the crazy thing I is, will. Poe said he was going to rest. Yeah, he said he was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm on a full clip. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting next year and some change. Of shit, it's gonna be know. an interesting next couple months. They start, you know, the November is when they get this shit started. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, the they, next year, they're gonna really get it gonna start popping off. And you know, every year since we had this damn COVID shit pop off, and nothing should ever be assumed. We should not. There is. I mean, I assume they always up to some sort. There will something will occur. This is they're just talking about, a cycle. They're talking about a raise in COVID numbers, new strains of COVID. Like there For are sure. people, there are people in politics that want COVID to return somewhere to oh shit. where it was. Like right, I, be, because there are so many people who benefited financially. Whoa. From COVID, nah, right? Yes, but you just had me come to a realization, bro. Uh, here we go, my nigga. Po theories, everybody. Go yeah. ahead, brother. You got the floor. Y'all been peeping the um. All right, y'all saw the um the series. I think it was last year with Kevin Costner about OxyContin. No. What? You didn't all tell right. us about so it. So look, um, I, I thought Later. I did. All right, I don't remember the name of the show. I'm gonna try to do it quick as possible to get. Get us to where we're supposed to be at. Okay. There's a show, uh, Kevin Costner came out. Uh, he was a doctor in the show, and it was uh, about the Sackler family um, who were the ones who produced uh, Purdue Farmer, right? Okay. Oxycontin. In okay. the 90s, they went around. Um, the, the Sackler family, their patent for their um, their painkiller was going to end. Their The... The monarch of the family was the one who created this patent. And so the family inherited all this money and the business. They weren't just as intelligent. But there was one who came up with an idea because the patent's going to end. We got to figure out what we're going to do, right? Right. So what they did was they went and convinced the doctors that this new drug that they were going to create would um, be a painkiller, um, but it wasn't addictive. It was Oxycontin. Mm -hmm. It was just like morphine, but morphine, you correlate that with death. Mm -hmm. Most of the time. So they created a whole new drug, right? Got everybody hooked on Oxycontin. Um, very good show. So now there's a new uh, a new show out, and it's called Painkiller. You should watch it. We were about to watch it last night. I'm already on the first But I wanted to watch Memory by house. Liam Neeson. <laughs> I left the house just... I haven't watched watch CSI. <laughs> but look, so in that show, it's this is now from the perspective of one of the um, investigators. Okay. So what happened with Oxycontin is they, they gave it in a certain milligrams and then sometime later they increased the dosage of um, the milligrams. So they weren't giving people more than like 10 milligrams. Then okay. they went to the doctors and told the doctors now give them 50. And so the reason I'm bringing all that together is COVID. We got hit with these... Um, Vaccines, uh -huh. and now what they're gonna do is, hey, there's a new strand. Uh -huh. You have to go and get vaccinated. Vaccinated. Uh -huh. 
And that's what they're going to continue to do is they're going to create eight new strands and they're going to create new reasons for us to get vaccinated. Oh, so and much for the views the on this kick, video. Go ahead. The kickback is to the um, obviously to the pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. Um, Let it all out now. And yeah, man, this is that's crazy, man. Did you take the vaccine? Nah. You took the vaccine? Mm-hmm. And we might go have to go figure some shit out, man. Well, because at the end of the day, what you we mean? Don't, you supposed to be a herbalist, farmer, poet? Yeah, man. You better, what? They had me in a stronghold. They mm. said you had me in a stronghold. That's you supposed to make workplace. All natural. You supposed to make an all natural vaccine and I, I, combat. You know, it's it's one so of those. So you got the VC points. You get the clove oil and the. Uh, <laughs> you got your VC points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Well, I'm gonna need you to make some kind of flower concoction because I'm not doing, I'm not doing too many of these, man. So what whatever collard greens you, you need to put together, for you. yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean. I need. Give me the heart shaped herb. Oh, it's, it's very herbal, so I can have the strength of the black panther. <laughs> whatever you gotta do, whatever you gotta do, man. Just make them heart shaped herbs, so we good. Bro, it's um herbs. My bad. Heart shaped herbs. Yeah, because the vaccine, we would not have it. I say we will not have it. Me Mbaku of the Jarwari tribe. We will not have it. Bro, we got Ooh. duped, bro. Mafa. <laughs> yeah, that's wild though. Uh-uh. Those of us who had like needed our nine to fives, our jobs, careers, employment, we were put into a, a corner and we really had options. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it's what is the best choice for right now? Well, it was a lot of stuff was driven off of fear, too. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. It's like, yo, you need to do this. And I mean, there's a lot of videos out now talking about, you know, that particular thing that I don't want to get too, 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 too deep into where they're starting to show results. But I will say I've been on the other side and I know, well, we all have been on the um, have experienced somebody that is not here anymore from having the virus. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where what I try not to do is I try not to pick a side in what somebody should or should not be doing because I know somebody, I have somebody close to me right now that's struggling with, you know, with Coco One Nine. You feel me? And so losing people. And seeing people struggling with it and also having it myself as at one point, because I did catch it last year. I definitely caught it. You know what I mean? Which so one, it you just, caught it last year? I caught it last year. It was oh, a so very rough time when I caught it too. Yeah. Yeah, your shit, you didn't have it pure. You had that um your shit was stepped on. Yeah, I didn't have blue I had, magic. I, had, I didn't the, get the blue yeah, magic. I got the pure. Yeah, I didn't yeah, get that, blue magic. No, actually, you know what? My shit might have been stepped on too. Because I didn't die. First I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like I had it earlier this year in February. Uh-huh. And uh, oh, yeah, this, ooh. yeah, but it was like it. I f- it felt like uh, I was just congested. Okay, you yeah. know what I'm saying. I didn't feel like I was um, extremely sick on my deathbed or anything. I just felt like I had a nose cold, and like a couple of days, I was lethargic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I did have an episode though, where I was experienced experiencing something that I normally do as far as my health goes, but it seemed to be a lot more intense. Yeah. Um, that was the one thing I can say is like I had a I had a relapse and in that relapse, the pain that I'm used to experiencing 
Intensified. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But outside of that, I didn't, I wasn't like coughing all over the place or hacking. I didn't have trouble breathing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of things that I've heard expressed from people who had COVID and the symptoms and everything, I didn't have all of that. See, I had the, I had mild versions of what I've heard prior to getting it. Yeah, I had it in 20. 20. I think I had it in 2020. Yeah. Cause we was in the group text and the homie was like, oh, you got the Roni. I think I, I think I had it in 2020, bro. Um, I don't know. You said it stepped on you. Might have, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I got it in the summer of 2020 or 21. Mm. Mine was, um, I, I, I feel like I know exactly the moment I got it, bro. Like, I was... At a I, party. I, I, I went to Esther's Park, mm. and I'm with your mans, uh-huh. right? Nah, not Algorithm. Nope, no. Okay, I about to say I was there. No, 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 he went to Outer Rhythm because he was tired when he got home. It might have. It might have been one of them. Because so, remember, I saw you there. Yeah. We, yeah. I'm, it might have been one of those. So dance floor, everybody's in the crowd. I, I end up forgetting. Like I was trying to stay away from the crowds, uh-huh. but my my two steps started getting me, walking me to the to the dance floor. He saw he saw a shorty. Man, I come out of the I come out of the. It's like smoke, you know, people smoking and stuff. So I step out of the little crowd. Uh-huh. Your man's leaning up against the fence. He was like, I went like this. <laughs> but the cough felt like uh-huh. different. It didn't hurt, but it just felt different. Your like man's some, looked at me and said, You got COVID. Shit off Batman. Go ahead. So you got COVID. Like the way he, he was looking at me, and I didn't know he was peeping me. Like, he was like, Yeah, you got COVID, nigga. And the next, wow. the, like the next morning, I had woke up like the next day, the next, the morning of the next day, get up. It's hot as hell. I'm driving home. I'm feeling light. Hands turning yellow. I'm getting cold and then hot, cold and then hot. I get home. I, I don't feel like eating. I don't feel like doing nothing. I'm out on the couch for three days. I'm sweating, but then I'm cold. And then I have like a um, nauseous pain right here. Like a sinus pain. All oh, si- yeah, sinus. That's just sinus. Yeah, it was yeah. all right here. Um, and that was for three days. Yeah. Sheesh. So you went and got tested and found out you had the Coco 19. Sure, and I lived across the street from the hospital, drove over there, got it. Got that message on the phone from KP. Yeah. They told you to go okay. see the Jamaican dude, Bushmaster, <laughs> about, a, uh, <laughs> about a secret God. serum. Yeah, it, it was 2020. <laughs> it was 20. We I remember it was 2020. Because we were, uh, my boss kept uh, asking me if I had gotten my shot yet. And I was like, nah, nah, you know, I kept figuring, trying to figure it out. I work in the nursing department at the school mm. and work with nurses, but I'm a Generation X baby. So I don't trust government. And mm-hmm. I'm, I, I think conspiracies or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, but then there's the logic part. And mm-hmm. I was torn. So. Yeah, man, it was bad. Yeah, it was, it was man. That was yeah. I re- I remember you shot us the text and we were, and I was just like, all right, man, it was good having you on the show. <laughs> that's and, how uh, that's how you respond. <laughs> it's, it's good having you on the show. You it know what nice I'm saying? Hey, that um, continue to tune in. That jacket yeah. you have. <laughs> Make sure you like and subscribe. Turn <laughs> notifications on, brother. Hey, can I ask your mom if I can have that jacket? <laughs> It was straight up, man. Yeah, that was some drama, dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know uh, how much you know about Veronica Shaw, and I really, I was really interested 
to hearing your opinion as well because you do things in the kitchen as well. This woman invented the pink sauce. And it was a trend all over social media, mainly on TikTok. This pink sauce dressing. Was it a trend or was it just like hyped? Hype. I'll take hype. There was a lot of stuff going on like on the good side and the bad side, but it had its like little... 15 seconds in the spotlight yeah. yeah and apparently she got her sauce into you know she did a deal got her sauce into walmart doing a deal with somebody sounds like she didn't read her contract boom and um she was but she was also getting complaints prior to that because people were saying they was getting the sauce and it was it was stinking because it was spoiling by the time but it this got is to before them before she got the deal correct? yeah before she got so the deal the way that she was operating in um shipping out mm-hmm. um you know what i'm saying like i feel like the way that she was doing things before she got the deal weren't up to par yeah she wasn't fine like she wasn't, wasn't um, correctly it didn't mm-hmm. have the right preservatives temperature like, food you know yeah. safety mm-hmm. issues i work in in a area where food safety is huge mm-hmm. we literally just did our tests that we got to take every year for food safety and let me tell you the way she was operating in that kitchen it was like yo like are you sure you not making the other stuff that they made in the 80s because you are not making this is not you know what i mean this is not how this the nothing it just it was terrible it was terrible and because for something to spoil during shipping you're doing something wrong or there's a or there's an ingredient that you're not including in the ingredients that's causing it to spoil right it's it's most likely or you made it and you just sitting on it yeah nasty hoping for sales right it's, 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 it's not t-shirts, like, ma'am. Most likely temperature. She yeah. Ain't, she ain't doing something when it comes mm-hmm. to either... How you storing it, shipping Storing it, it shipping, all of that. The interesting it, interesting thing about it, because me and Jelani, we've talked about different things on Boss Talk. This is um, a person of color running a business, and you always hear the narrative about support black businesses and all this drama. The thing is, is now she did this deal. She hasn't been paid for um, the deal, which is kind of ironic because she had so much to say about the people criticizing, you know, her product, which they rightfully should be able to if they're getting spoiled product. Yeah. And she is now broke. And she started a GoFundMe for a little over $100,000, says she can't feed her kids and back to schools coming up and all of this drama. And... For me, I'll go first. For me, it was just frustrating for somebody that owns a small business because it's like, why are you even operating in a position to where this is even happening? I ain't gonna lie. I don't like the GoFundMe thing, man. That shit cheating. Yeah, it is. That shit is cheating. I don't like... Yeah, GoFundMe for me... Even though that's not the question you asked, I just jumped out and I was like... (laughs) I mean, like, all right, so... I hate that shit. Let's really get into it, right? Because at the end of the day, first of all, you should have made sure that whatever deal, contract, partnership that you was getting to with the people made sense. There was no loopholes, and a certain amount was guaranteed off top, I feel like, right? Now, secondly, I don't think so, which doesn't make any sense at all either. Secondly, I heard that the people responding, they said she's been paid around $120,000, and she gets paid... um, According to the contract and how that's set up, yeah. I don't know what those numbers may be or what that may be specifically. But if she got paid one hundred twenty thousand and she's broke now, that means she mismanaged her money. And if you were to go on her social media, you would see how she was operating 
as if she had some money at one point and now she doesn't. So then that means a mismanagement of funds. Yeah, because right? $120,000, that that's nothing. That's pocket change for what you're going to need for a business of that size if you're trying to move through. Well, the wallet. thing about it is though, that's part of the reason why she has a partnership, right? So that they can... Yeah. But what invest. I'm saying, though, is like you went into a partnership without thoroughly understanding the contract and you probably expected more than what was given Right, mm -hmm. due to your misunderstanding of the contract, and mm -hmm. so then moving forward, you get a lump sum, possibly. Yeah, because I don't think you just getting paid. You know, so I think you getting paid like I don't want to say you might get paid every quarter, yeah, annually, saying, something yeah. to that effect. Right, you get a lump sum up front, and then depending on how the sales and everything moves and goes from there, you'll get paid quarterly. Right, annually, by by annually, whatever the case may be, but what it is is I feel like there was a lack of understanding and um, a mismanagement of funds, and now that you're in this situation, you're trying to put together a GoFundMe, and are you expecting the same people that you were talking smack to, who were trying to give you uh, not so much criticism but some some advice, the constructive they, criticism, the if anything, not, right? Yeah, the thing that frustrates me about that. Is you not only are you just asking people on GoFundMe, which I, I agree with you, Poe, to a certain degree, I do despise GoFundMe. There's some good things that come out of it that really is needed, for but sure. for the most part, people abuse it. And you're you have the audacity to ask the people that you were talking down to that you should have been listening to their complaints and their issues, nine to five working people to help you so you can keep your business afloat. Yeah, I got wild. a question. Um because this will help me f determine um, something. What was the thing that got her business to kind of blow up? Was it... Social the, media. The so Social media. Social yeah. media was the uh, catalyst okay. right, for uh -huh. it, or the, the marketing tool. Uh -huh. So did it taste good? I don't know because Couldn't there's been more question. There's been more negativity surrounding. I'm gonna be honest. I heard about her because of the negativity. Because this is my thing. <laughs> so like, because if her product was good, I could see where you know maybe there was. She got in over her head, over her head. Yeah. Um, and may not have been able to, you know, work at that capacity. And, but if it's really just people just hyping this shit, it's like you should have been wanting to like figure out. I guess. I but you know how things are. Opportunity. If there's you know? a lot of hype behind it on social media, you look to capitalize on it. Yeah. Now, because yeah. there's hype, doesn't mean that it's great, that it's good, that it's gonna go far. It's hype. The thing about hype is it dies down, and then you have to deal sure. with the actual reality so of you have whatever to move. it is. You right? have to move very, very so quick. So then, all right, you I'm capitalize on it, mm -hmm. right? But now, just because you capitalize on it, don't mean that the sauce is good or that it is uh, cohesive with a lot of dishes and goes well, right? right. So now, yeah. if you made this deal and you got a lump sum up front and you're supposed to get paid off residuals or however your um, contract is set up and it's sitting on shelves and the company is kind of losing money behind distribution and everything then that means you don't have any money coming your way right or am I wrong Oh no you absolutely right So then yeah. you, Again She got into this contract Without having an understanding Like I bet she wasn't even Continuing to Market Campaign Or push her sauce being in stores and where it was available and how you can get a hold of her or anything like that. She she got hyped. 
she got the deal and she left it alone and it died. Which is what a lot of people a, do on social media. And now she's in a position to where she mismanaged her funds that she got a lump sum, believing that there would be more. And now that there's not, mm-hmm. she's in a situation where she created a GoFundMe. Now, the people that she was in partnership offered to pay her lawyer fees. I guess she got one after the fact. Pay, pay for her lawyer fees for her to have a better understanding of the contract in place. And they also wanted to sit down and discuss things with her moving forward, right? So but this seems like an so, after the fact type thing. I've never so, even heard so, of that before. Yeah, that, that means to them, to me, it seems like I'm just speculating. Anybody who's doing that is like, I, I gave you a good contract. I'm, I'm trying to help you understand this. Like, we gave you something. To, and really, the contract may not be good to what you think is good, but they might be giving you a jump start. You ain't going to get what you deserve when you first jump in this. Well, see, like, don't the, nobody know you? And, and then that's what I'm saying. Like, all right, it had hype. They partnered with you based off of the hype and looked to help you gain more, fr- more ground or go further, right? Level mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely a role that you have to play in that. You can't just partner with somebody and expect them to do all the work. I made the sauce. Y'all go ahead and run it up. Make me a millionaire. It doesn't work like that. So a lot of people lot don't understand. Work. A lot of people don't understand business. I'm going to get long winded about this. This girl got popular because she was making this sauce and putting it on her food on TikTok. And then people wanted to. They were inquiring about it because it's pink and it's all this other stuff. So, what is that, so yeah. So then people. So then when she realized, oh, OK, there's so many people inquiring about it. I could turn this into a problem. And that happens to a lot of people all day long. Like you're doing something great. And then it's, it's like no different than a painter. They're really good at painting something. It's like, yo, can you make me one? Can you make me one? Can you make me one? And then you start putting stuff together. Like, okay, I could really make a business out of this. Right. But the problem that happens with a lot of people, especially people of our hue, is we think that just because we have a page and a logo and some, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? in that book uh uh momentum right that now we have a business we're not trying to go get llcs we're not trying to get business licenses we're not trying to talk to a cpa to have to manage your books we're not talking to a business lawyer so you understand your contracts we're not opening business accounts and savings accounts and tax accounts so that way because here's the thing if you made one hundred and twenty thousand dollars off of your business you don't keep the whole hundred and twenty thousand dollars you still most likely got to pay state taxes and then you got to pay federal taxes and then you pay yourself a salary which a lot of billionaires and millionaires start out with very low salaries so that they can continue to put into the business and it's not until like the fourth fifth or maybe even seventh eighth ninth or tenth year that they actually start seeing a decent salary for themselves we just people go in and think all the money is theirs and then and then because they think all the money is theirs they don't realize that they can write stuff off that they paid for so then even if you do take a loss because when you make a lot of money it's capital gains when you lose a lot of money it's capital loss taxes so my my message is to all of the people listening do better do better and all of those things that I just explained to you is what needs to happen in business and people don't understand that no a lot of people don't have good business acumen they and they don't, don't try to, to not at all so it's because like if they did things would be in a lot better setting for a lot of different people you have to have an understanding you have to have business acumen you have to understand the ins and outs how things work in your favor and against you and how to capitalize on it Right. And so now here you are. The audacity. Go fund me. No, I'm not. I'm I'm going to go make fun of you. I'm not. No, we're not funding you. Do the. And then that's well, like go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go fund me for like a lot of. 
I've seen a lot of people here local, and y'all better be glad I'm not saying your names. Went and GoFundMe's for your music careers, for your your equipment. You know what I'm saying? For your equipment, for whatever craft that you're in. And you know why I get hot and bothered about this stuff in the irritated way is because it's like I fund me. I fund me every day just to turn around and some of y'all people ain't even can't even put a like or a comment or something right and you want and you want me after i get off pay my bills take care of what i gotta take care of send you a couple of dollars right because you're having a hard time you said salaries i was like bro my salary sucks mind you i work for me sometimes my salary is on a salad you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, because like you said, in order to keep the business running, to fund it, to make things happen, to be able to get supplies and equipment mm, and level operations up and overhead, happen, yeah, yeah, you have to make sure that there is money in the business that stays in the business to continue to fund and operate the business. Right. So in a lot of those cases, yeah, your salary, if you have one, if mm-hmm. you sometimes I don't get paid the business, yeah, have all type paid. of money. And I'll be at home roughing it. You know what I'm saying? Because sardines I, and hot sauce. No, nah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're not doing sardines. We're not doing bologna. We're not doing top ramen. It ain't that rough. It's, it's, it's it'd be rough at times, but not not no. We're not spamming it. Um, <laughs> I'd rather not eat. Yeah, I, I fast sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, yo, it's good for the immune system. Um, you know what I'm saying? It helps you. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, so it's it's definitely a lack of understanding to a lot of things business related, right? And that is the most frustrating part because um, a lot of people are too gung ho. They jump into things without an understanding, and they just yeah. think it's all gonna work out. When in actuality, business is so cutthroat. It is. It's extremely cutthroat. Like it's. Streets cutthroat, business is even more cutthroat. Yep. Like it's it's Yep. It's it's, it's on up, to the next oh, that fast if you're not paying attention. What? If you're not paying attention. It's Bro, hard. some people get in a business with you thinking about the next because they're gonna capitalize off of you yeah. to get to the They need next. to get their like, issue and then they out. Bro. Yeah. Sometimes that gets you out because you're the issue. Like yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. And you have to have an understanding of business and you have to be uh in a position to be able to take protect yourself and you can only do that if you have done your research god do your due diligence you feel me and you can't be so quick to jump into bed with anybody and i mean that <laughs> whoa yeah both ways because when you're in a partnership that would say you got in bed with somebody yeah. so you need to be careful of that you yeah. feel me you took it the other way but nah, was, it makes sense for that to too because yeah because you'll end up getting in so in so many yeah, ways too you know what I'm saying? sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's a raw deal <laughs> <laughs> Alright yeah. Protect yourself at all costs right? yeah, That's but, all yeah. I'm saying man yeah. That's all I'm saying Yeah man That's real I mean um, uh, I hope she learned her lesson And I hope none of you suck. I hope none of you guys Are being suckers out there um, I just Yeah I, I looked at that scenario And The only thing That I can think of When I see people In scenarios where They had hype They had momentum And then next thing you know The next moment They are Oh, I need help with this. I need help with that. There's so many of us that don't get those opportunities. Bruh. And if and, and it be real, if you really, really needed the money like that, um, you about uh, a couple of hundred uh, PP, what is it, the uh, PPP loans or whatever? 
and you bought a couple few you bought a few of those loans short now because everybody was getting them and a lot of people didn't have businesses so you you real late on trying to get some bread out of people with the percentages rate going up in inflation and food being expensive and everything like you late late bro the economy (laughs) is in a recession Inflation is at an all. I don't want to say at an all time yeah. high, but it's extremely high. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the the economy is not being stimulated. It's actually yeah. being strangled. The money ain't there. The money's y'all, not there. Y'all think if Trump get hired, we'll get a net? Like, My man said check? hired. <laughs> <laughs> For what? <laughs> 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 yo, you think you yo we not even vote no more, man. We doing interviews. Yo, we doing track records. He got an arrest. Oh, <laughs> nah, he's clean but dirty, but he's clean. Is he gonna give us some more checks, man? Yeah. Uh, all right. So all right. Before well, we move on, that shit was coming in nice, bro. Before we move on, <laughs> before we move on, let's just, let's just no go kids. ahead. Yo, let's no. just go ahead and talk about this. No, 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 no. When that nice. guy was in office, uh-huh. the economy was definitely being stimulated. Yes, you understand. Everybody For had sure. money. It wasn't even just the PPP loans. Like he was sending out checks and everything. He's yeah. like, wait, what a minute? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I give him another what? check. Send out a thousand to everybody. Hey man, keep we're, that, not, hey, we're not doing that. Hey, Trump was like, keep that printer on. We're not doing that. Keep that, that. printer on, man. We finna get some no. more. We finna, we finna print no. up some more francs. Keep that printer no, on. He, he woke up away. and was like, you know what? You get a thousand. Yeah. You get a thousand. <laughs> you, everybody hey, gets a thousand. How many kids out the got? checks? Give him, give him another check. Wait, we got account numbers? Oh, direct deposit. Bro, it's going up. They ain't, got a, they ain't got an account? Man, yo, yo. pull up cash apps. Yo. <laughs> We're going to make sure everybody eats. Yeah, everybody they, was eating when he... Every, like, he, you didn't have any broke friends. No, niggas was eating really. He didn't have, you didn't have any broke friends when he was in office, okay? If you had EBT, they had this shit called PEBT. I don't know if your kid, your kid, your kids wasn't old enough. Yeah. Nigga, they still get... We still getting PEBT cards. The PEBT was a white card had your kid's name on it what like four five hundred dollars some of the first, first ones you, each kid had like four five hundred dollars um, and they still giving out these I BET just, cards well if your kid didn't get it at the time I just got Naturis like last month that's wild um, but it, it was like at least three cycles of those per kid so the pink sauce lady probably getting these Nigga, BET cards what? Paul was in Whole Foods going man, crazy man. And sprouts running <laughs> up. Nah, niggas was at Costco's. What you mean? How you think I got? Wow. How you think I got those fruit trees in my backyard? Wow. He in there buying fruit trees on the kids. You buying whole trees and soil, nigga. My man said, "Yo, <laughs> he paid for delivery too. Yeah, y'all could just Listen, drop that off tomorrow. Y'all want me to buy noon. groceries for for this week? <laughs> I want to buy groceries." For- for the rest of my life with this. Okay. You feel I what I'm saying? So I invested. Now, I real talk. I ain't no shame in my game. In case y'all didn't know, uh, you could get a fruit tree from Costco's with your EBT card. Look, he, look, he, he leveled it's up. Not you got to check the catalog. Food. You got to check the catalog. And now uh, one of them did try to say, sir, this isn't food. I said, it's not hot. <laughs> Swipe this shit. He'd have been mad at me. I'm like, actually, it's about nah, 94 degrees outside. I real talk, so. before I went in there so I didn't look stupid, I actually did my research and looked it up. They, you gotta do your research. Cause one day I was just like, you "Gotta do your research." Nigga, I've been buying basil plants from the little grocery store. That's cool. I'm like, I wonder if a fucking fruit tree. Learn something new every day, man. So they got BET it cards. It worked. The PEBT. <laughs> okay. Dad was on deck. He was giving out checks. <laughs> 
That's crazy. That's why they didn't sell it to your mans. They got them BET cards they got to pay off. And I kind of miss... His you missed the antics, man. Yeah, I, I know. I, yeah, you. I knew you, you said that before. I, we felt that same way about. Well, Bush. he might get. He, they might hire him back, man. If they rehire him, they I'm might hire him back, man. They might Y'all realize. They might feel they they feel like it's false termination. They might hire him back. You know what I'm saying? And bro, I mean, we gotta be honest. He ain't coming back, bro. You know what I'm saying? If he does, that nigga is the truth. If he can wiggle hey, through all of that and still get hired, yeah, the president of the United States, he'd be the first one hired. I'll tell you that. That nigga's a criminal. Um, Glorilla. Who? Glorilla. She sounded like a gorilla. She decided to give these young ladies advice. Um, she's advising young ladies to be toxic in her in their 20s because you only live once and you got to learn how are you going to be a better person if you don't learn from the toxic behavior that you're displaying all right fellas go what yeah all right i'm not listening to nobody in their 20s about anything I'm not taking advice <laughs> From anybody in her 20s First off She's like what 24 and Bro like She Hell can't even nah. rent a car By herself I'm not listening To You know Like mm. I'm sorry It just You haven't lived long enough To be And then the thing about Listen to this You're telling women To be toxic in her 20s You know how many Toxic women Or You know how many Grown women Who were toxic In their 20s Now have cases And charges And whatnot And police records Because they were toxic In their 20s Like you know Damaging other people's property Property, mm-hmm. uh, being belligerent in public and all of this other ignorant type they of stuff. They do have women's prisons. Right? And so you, as somebody who isn't even 25 yet, is, in, is trying to tell other young ladies to be toxic. That's so crazy to me. Like, that's how, what, that doesn't even make any sense. You can learn from actually, you know, research and paying attention to how other people have gotten into situations. Like, you don't have to be toxic to actually grow and learn from that. That, that's, that's, Unless you really ignorant, stupid. She's probably probably trying to. She said, "Be toxic in your twenties. You only live once." And then she said, "If you're delusional, up it a notch." Yeah, she's definitely trying to get that endorsement deal from Snap. Let me ask a question. What's up? Why are we listening to her? (laughs) Why are y'all listening to her? I don't. It came across my desk. Do you think she was giving advice, or do you think she was saying, like, telling people to be okay with it? Both. Cause I'm, I'm just, I, I started thinking back to my twenties, man, and it was toxicity. Yeah, but you, it wasn't intentional. I think she might be saying, get that shit out your system now. But the thing about it is, you shouldn't have it in your system. You should learn how not to be toxic <laughs> and deal with situations nah. in an adult manner, bro. That like because kinda... once you're 21 and up, you are considered an adult, and there are compli- <laughs> there are consequences and repercussions for any anything being toxic, even if it's not jail time. Yeah. That toxic shit was kind of fired all earlier. It was kind of fired. <laughs> Yo, look, I think like 18 to 22. Toxic was kind but of see, fire. Th- we didn't even know that was toxic. That's what I'm saying. We didn't even call it toxic back then. It was just, yeah, it was just yeah, acting. Yeah. So the out. fact that you know that it's a word and a definition for it, and you're like, yeah, dive right into that. It's crazy to me. Now, I don't know what 
I don't know what Glorilla from the Jabari tribe was thinking when she, because I, I, I feel like people turn their cameras on, man, because they see people go viral for saying some real, mm-hmm. some real stuff. And I feel like they think, you know what? It's almost like you're having a conversation with the homie. It's like, man, I'm finna, I'm finna go live, man, because I'm on a roll right now because the three people in your room is making you feel special. And then you get on the mic, right? You get on the camera and you say, yeah, man, be toxic, man. Embrace yourself. You know, live in your truth and be toxic. And it's just like... I don't want to hear from somebody who couldn't pronounce... What city was that she couldn't pronounce? She was in the city one time in a city performing. And, and she, she couldn't, couldn't pronounce, pronounce the name, name of, the of the city. She kept trying to like... Uh, how you say that shit again? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 who y'all getting y'all advice from. And the scary thing about that is, if you get this is a person that has hundreds and thousands of people, young people following them. It's the blind leading the blind, bro. Oh, yeah. Shit. And then on top of all that, like, let's be honest. Even though she's young and she might have had some experiences before she. Uh, became a celebrity now that she is one there are a lot of issues and experiences she will not actually go through or have to deal well, the with the average person her yeah. position so for somebody who's probably doesn't have to be in a toxic situation or operate in a, at a level of toxicity to tell you to operate like that it's almost like how all the city girls and Meg and all these females was telling you to act ratchet and do certain things and then they at home br- with, and their, they don't hang out in no ratchet environments. Bro, they be this at home with their, with their with their with their boyfriends and husbands, but they're out here talking about you should operate like this and have hella hella men and do this and operate like that. And yep. it's just like, but wait, aren't you in a healthy relationship? It, yeah. it, br- it brings us back full circle. So the 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 message that's being put out, like when you said the end of. Uh, like the decline of America. Yeah. This is part of that shit. Yeah. Like the. Obviously, you know, sexual um, lyrics and music has, succular al- music has always been part of like the music. Did you say succular? Mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it's secular. I was, nah, exactly. I, I, I didn't nah. want to. I was trying to leave it. I turned. No. I put the nah. signal on and I turned. Uh, uh, Cause I was like, wait a uh, minute. Nah. <laughs> I could have sworn there was an E, not a U. Yeah. I know, I know what I said. All right. I know what I said. I was just making sure Put that's the what you said. On, bro. Get yeah. out of this. I know what I said. Get out of this. Have y'all heard these songs? I try not to. I heard to. some yeah. of them. <laughs> that's right, so why I I've said. heard some of them. So the crazy thing is this. I hear them in the most random of ways because it's usually with reels or TikTok. Exactly. Yeah. I don't really, like, I've never really heard too many people, male or female, out in traffic and heard the songs like I, I if I'm by some young people in the, yeah I've heard them like if we had a light at the same time and I'd be trying to drown them out with my music else yeah. um, the jazz just ain't got enough bass man I'm sorry dog it's, nah it ain't always jazz I, 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 I'm talking se- about for me you know what I mean se- sexy red like her I said I do old school too yeah she pulling up at schools yeah oh yeah she's um it she's like horrible. She, got, she looked like she got hella Q-tips stuck behind her toilet and shit. Like, she's <laughs> having toilet paper. Yeah, you already, you already told us how you feel. Yeah, about you. Her. Yeah, you. You yeah. definitely. Did you say she looked like her room smells? Yeah. Like that? I mean, Poe got something. Like, Poe's one of those people where it's like, hey, don't let her in here. You know, like if he had Harold's herbs and herbs, like, yeah. like I can see him like I mean, saying, like, nah, she can't come in here. So she looked like she shoplift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My issue with her and is like, she just how started making, wearing glasses. How are you making all that money and like you be wearing these wigs and your edges ain't never really nah. laid how they supposed <laughs> nah, to? Nah, nah. They Yo, was flaming her on, on the ground. Like, 
What is <laughs> go to her Instagram? What's bro. going oh, on, man. man? You gotta get her. Go to God her gram, bro. Anyway, she got all the true religions on, bro. She wear true religion. What? Because nigga, when you from the hood, true- those are you know. No, nigga, she buying. She copping new pairs. She sporting true <laughs> religions, nigga. Every picture is a pair of true religions on a rock star. Somebody because, was in there in her uh, comments like, "What's going on?" Like. Why you keep wearing those? Cause, like, you know, her name is Sexy religion. Red, not Rich and Red. Like when she ain't was, getting. When you was in the hood at a, at a all the money. time, True Religions was like a stature type thing, yeah, bro. She because to bring them back because of how much they cost, she right? To take them back. I don't know if that like, are they still a thing? I don't know. I don't. Nah, yeah, I, I, nobody I, wear them. Them is like Jabos now. Like I'd wear dudes will get clowned by women for wearing I mean, it's some. It's cool to bring them back. You know how it's, I'd wear you know like a song that's like. It's too early to call it old school, and you can't really play it no more because yeah. it's kind of trash. Until you got to give it a few years to settle. Yeah, it's almost how, like it's so almost like you can bring them back and niggas be like, oh, remember them? Yeah, like you pull out a pair of trues and niggas gonna be like, what's going on? You like your paper right? You good? <laughs> you need a few dollars? <laughs> I didn't know that's. I didn't know they. Why didn't you start to go find me, bro? Stitch, the double just <laughs> That's wild. I mean, yeah, do my research. I didn't know they were falling that yeah, far. Do your oh yeah. yeah. Remember they had a store at the mall, and I don't think there's a store at the no, mall. It's a store at the mall still. They it is. Is it true religion? Oh, they selling like household products say, now. Oh. oh no, they. T- Who goes to the mall? They took it out. It's the stereo store. Yeah, I, bro, I, I I I had to go to the mall this weekend. Let me tell you. Because you got you got kids. I went to Roseville Gallery. I was trying to cop something for my daughter that be on. Boom. You, know you got mean? kids. But I I would have got it online. But I seen they had a couple of things in the store. I was going mm-hmm. to Zara's. Get there. Ain't nothing there. Um, the mall is. We need to talk about the American Mall. No, we don't. Yeah, next like, not right now. Yeah, yeah. No, we got to talk about the American. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Come on, man. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely. Like, you didn't just. You didn't. You, come on. You know the mall used to be the. They don't understand that what, because they're too busy being toxic. What the thing is, man? It's not even that. What is? It's too easy to find everything that you want online and, and for get cheaper it, and get it delivered, bro. But yeah. cheaper right? and more. You can find more. Of what what they got in the store, you are gonna find more more of it, of it for a cheaper price. Yeah, yeah, there's absolutely. more variety, right? Yeah. There's more options, and yeah. it's and it's is um. You can take your time. I built yeah, my car for be two weeks before I went to park purchase them. I don't think I really want. And Keegan emails, you forgot something. Hey, <laughs> nigga, look, something's left in your cart. Did you forget? Motherfucker. I left it Respond there for a back. reason. I'm finna add to it. I'm just, you know, like when you used to be in grocery store and you leave your cart and you walk down another aisle to go grab a couple things and come back, put them back in the cart and then keep on Yeah, going. hey, your email do be hitting you like you holding up the line. Right. <laughs> like, you want that? Y'all finna get that. Like, just trying to put it in their cart. I told you it was one more left in stock. And you got it in your cart. If you're not gonna like just, just remove it. Just remove it so we can they get mad. It's not available no more. Somebody else can't see that it's available. Man, they selling true religions in Macy's. My nigga, they selling Jordan's on Walmart.com. Thought I seen a pair in Target. No. Uh, Well see, they're selling Jordan's on Walmart.com. They're They're getting old. No, no, they're using Walmart as a platform. It comes from a uh, 
Type in Walmart.com and then type in Jordan's. Yeah, but it's not shipping from Walmart. But it's on there. Yeah, but it's not shipping from Walmart. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's like there's a Amazon lot of stuff on people, Amazon. Yes. But there's a lot of third parties that are using I, Amazon I know what as they're the doing, platform. That, but they're that doing shit the same thing with Walmart. Crazy. Yeah, it, it does look crazy. Yeah, it you does can get look crazy. Groceries and your J's. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing about it. All right. They might be campaigning a certain Jordan to you on Walmart. And then when you, you get definitely that are not able to get that specific one. Like it's it's out of stock. I just think that's terrible because you get to a point where you have to decide if you're gonna get your J's or if your family gonna eat. And it's like I'm tired of them talking about me at work. I'm tired of them talking to me. I can get the J's and just get the Walmart brand of stuff. We don't. Hey, you come home with hella. Uh, what's that brand? Uh, what is they? Brand? Great value. Great value, my nigga. You come in there with hella. Great with brand value. new J's on. My nigga, the fam like kick They got a great value. You own everything. The J's you like, come in like they got everything up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are those true religions? So. <laughs> I know the Colts came out with a clothing line. Yeah, great value J's, man. Come on, bro. Hey, speaking of uh, J's. Jordan has been listed as the uh, richest athlete with a net worth of $3.5 billion. He's been eating since the 80s, yeah. Well, see, I thought that, if I'm not mistaken, athletes wasn't getting millions of dollars like that. Like, because $30 million was good. Jordan. Well, even Jordan is was paid yeah, fairly low yeah. compared to what... Like, put it like this. They're I think, these new think a person like Jordan Poole is getting... Way bigger and better contracts than Jordan ever got because of the shift in everything. Yeah. You f- like back then what he was making. Yeah, yo, I yeah, yeah, yeah. For the nineties, yeah, yeah, nah, for sure. For the eighties, well, yeah, the eighties, yeah, yeah. For yeah, the eighties, sure. he was he was eating like sneaker deal, right? And then in the nineties came Gatorade. And, you know what I'm saying? All of these other deals, and at the time the deals were made, they were made for one of the best. First, first, initially it was one of the most one of the top rated players, right? But then once the nineties hit, he really started running it up as far as in like basketball wise. All of his deals reflected the best basketball player on the court, or the most most noticeable, or the most brand worthy. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 so yeah, at sure. the time those deals were made, they were made with him being the ideal candidate and him getting the best numbers possible for the deals mm. at that time. Just imagine if there was somebody who had the dominance of Jordan getting paid. Look at LeBron's deal. Now LeBron has look at look at the Nike deal that he had coming in the door. Yeah. Right? I, I think it's in um I think it's impressive Crazy. that I because I feel like this three point five billion net worth has a lot to do with what he did outside of basketball. That's what that's to me. That's the well, well, impressive part about, to me. If you're talking about movies. like you know, what I'm saying nah, not even a movie. Oh. We're talking more like about he owns a NASCAR racing. Yeah, company, that's right? what I that's what I was kind of getting had, at. Like has the moves real, that were made. He has a real estate portfolio. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? He is a partial owner of a whole basketball team, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, 
if you look, all right, yeah, basketball this, basketball that. But all of his deals, all of his contracts came because of what he did on the court that allowed him to have enough money to expand and do things outside of basketball. Yeah. Like at one point, a lot of people were frustrated with him because he was a big investor in the prison system and a lot of different things going on as far as that went. Yeah. And so, but he was looking at it from a point of capitalizing making the best deals to bring in the most money and make things happen from a financial aspect and when you get to a certain point like first of all coming into the door way back in the 80s yeah because of who his parents were how things went how things operated he had a better understanding of things yeah than most did yeah. and from that point of understanding he only grew in his knowledge of how to maneuver how to go about things right. how to make certain deals and what worked in his best interest so if you have that understanding and that knowledge and you grow in that and you maneuver a certain way of course you're going to continue to go up up and up and due to the fact that he was the player that he was on the court his longevity as far as his name and his branding has continued to be relevant without him even being on the court for the last what what is this 24 like when he damn when did he retire like 2000 was 2003 or something like that nah hell nah earlier than that no he played on the wizards bro yeah oh yeah so it was like 2000 i want to say like 2003 maybe 2004 we're gonna find out right now or it was either 03 or 04 or 0203 i believe because him 03 and that's what and that's what I'm saying. So twenty years. It's been twenty years since he's been on the court and he is still relevant, right? His brand, his shoes, still yeah. relevant, right? Yeah. You still you probably could sing the Gatorade song from the I feel uh Be Like Mike campaign. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You remember that. You remember all of the like the commercials, right? With Michael Michael Jackson and Spike Lee and yeah. you know what I'm saying? A lot of uh, uh, events in Things happen regarding his shoes. Yeah. So his imprint, right? His legacy, his brand, his name has allowed him to do so much and capitalize off of everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah, of course, a lot of it has to do with outside. Of, it's outside of basketball, but it's because of basketball that allowed him to do so much. Well, that's what places. That's, like that's what impressed. That's weight. what impressed me is because we have. There's tons of athletes that could have did what Jordan did. You know what I'm saying? That could have capitalized. And the key word is could have, but didn't. You know what I mean? And I think that's dope. And I think that sends a great message that you do have to have a game plan outside of when, you know, from where that time comes to where you've gotten the most out of what you've put into something. And I think like, I think that's that's a uh, it's kind of a paradigm example to look at well, what he's continuing to do in life and how a lot of individuals have to look at that within themselves. You know, you got to make your money work for you. Yeah. When you work hard enough to get a certain amount of money, then you have to understand how you can make that money work for you and do so and remain consistent. Exactly. Like nobody's going to hoop, play football, play baseball. 
forever. And even if you're a surgeon, right, at some point, you're not going to be as keen and sharp and have steady hands exactly forever. It it doesn't really matter matter what your profession or your career is. Yeah. Because at some point, things can come to an end and due to no fault of your own. So having an understanding of how to make your money work for you long term, thinking long term, investing now for money later, Mm -hmm. right? collaborating with people now to build relationships that will benefit exactly. you later yep. right you have to think long term the long game and a lot of people don't do that nope they don't they don't think that far out they 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 are not only living in the moment but only thinking for the moment yeah it's, it's a what's next concept you have to continuously have in your mind kind of goes back to what we were saying about the pink sauce lady she was feeling it thinking it's going to be forever it's just like social media now right as huge as it is there's going to come a time where everything, Instagram, TikTok, is going to be like, remember when people used to do this? Remember when people used to hold their phone up and do it? And it's going to be the next thing, and you're going to have to be able to adapt and evolve with that. Remember MySpace? Yeah. <laughs> remember MySpace? Remember Black Planet? Hell, remember Vine? Yeah. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? It's all of these different things. And Vine, man. Yeah. And and and, and you take that. That's one of the that. ones that went. What, what's the ones that left that you like? You know, Vine. Yeah, I, I hated to see that go. What what did, what did you hate to see go? I hated to see Vine go. I, I kind of miss Black Planet a little bit. Black Planet was hilarious to me. I miss Instant Messenger. Instant Messenger was oh, fun. Yeah, Instant Messenger was dope. Little little things like that. You know what I'm saying? But and now I miss KB Toys. Nigga. Well, a lot. Yeah. I mean, if you go down, we we can't go down that list today, man. We can't even go down yeah, that list. RS, Circuit City, what, yeah, nigga. Radio Shack, Blockbuster, yeah, Hollywood Video, yeah. yo, 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 Blockbuster on a Friday night was popping, yeah, nigga. What going over there to you see? You, never get and the you popular got, video games are gone. Yeah, but if you did, if you did make it, ah, oh, bruh. What? Never wanted that weekend to end, right? Video game and I'm gonna movies? be real. It felt like it even felt like fast food tasted better back then. Oh, it did. It did taste it better. Had more uh, real, real food in it. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I remember I watched something and they were talking about. Oh, keep it a hundred, bro. Remember when Pizza Hut back in the day? Yeah, you like used to be one of the ones. Yeah, they were untouchable. Round mm-hmm. table was always super. You talking fun. about Pizza Hut with the red roof? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that one before yeah. they yeah. remixed it. Yeah. Cause that new one is like Nah it ain't the same Mediocre Yeah Mediocre it's, I'm trying to be nice bro. <laughs> Okay I'll, You probably <laughs> I know, We ain't got our ads might, yet We might That's be sponsored yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know it's two months from now We like yo this pizza <laughs> I don't know what we were saying last <laughs> season Is this the pan crust? <laughs> My gosh <laughs> Nah real talk There's a lot of things that, that, that left that I hated to see go for sure. Well, yeah. you know, times change. You have to evolve or transition. I, guess. Yeah, I don't yeah. necessarily want to say evolve because in a lot of ways, so many of these things and these They places, never evolve. They devolve. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 for sure. But you have to transition. Yeah. Nothing stays the same. Changes happen. They occur. You know, have to move on. It's almost place. like you wish you could have the best of both worlds. Like, I wish the food was good and 
we had DoorDash back then. Or I wish, Ooh. I wish that we had more time with video games and we could play online. Like there's certain things when you say that things devolved, I do agree. And then it's just unfortunate that that happened along with what has what innovation has done too. Yeah. Because it's like, man, we get to do this, we get yeah. to do that, and you know what I mean. Imagine <clears throat> WrestleMania 2000, you could play it online. Yeah, 64, bro. Well, I mean, you kind of NWO. I mean, you actually can play um, on the Switch a lot of the retro games online now. Yeah, but only on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's something. That's crazy. If you have a Switch. Otherwise, it's nothing. Moving on. I got it. I got a Switch. <laughs> switch topics. Yo, before we, before, we, uh, before, we clo- before we close out, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. Um, oh, would have been forty-five years old this uh, this past week. And my question to you guys is: How important do you think his um, influence has been? Do you think it's kind of been recognized more in his absence? Um, do you see not enough um, respect being put on his name? Um, what do you see as far as his impact now that all we have is to reflect on his legacy? For me, it's it's kind of odd the way Kobe's legacy is, is because he is the fear that players that he instilled in players, mm-hmm. and then the the respect level that players have for him. Mm-hmm. But then he's not in the conversation. Of, I mean, I, I guess he he was. It seemed like people were always forgetting to include him in the conversation. Yeah, not saying that he is as uh, better than Jordan or LeBron, but it was Mm -hmm. like people always forgot to leave to include his name in Mm -hmm. those conversations. Um, And in his death, I've seen respect, but um, yeah, to me, Kobe's legacy is like the guy who everyone pretty much has the same level of respect for. Mm -hmm. I feel like... um, yeah, ain't no smut on his name besides that, that situation. Mm-hmm. You know, but man, <clears throat> there's not enough respect on his name, and unfortunately, I feel like outside of basketball, his impact is and influence isn't really there. I feel like a lot of uh, true a lot of people just choose to not acknowledge him in the regard that they should, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I, don't, I feel like certain things are even watered down when it comes to certain players in the league because they'll sit and say, oh, he has that Mamba mentality. I don't think there's Absolutely. anybody in the NBA right now who has that Mamba mentality. No one. Be- no one. And mm-hmm. for them no to one. say, oh, he trained with, he played with, he worked out with, he's showing that Mamba. Nobody. That's there was, what I all right, there might be that's one individual, might be one individual, and that's Kyrie. Mm-hmm. He would be the only person I said who like has a essence of the Mamba mentality because he plays in a blackout way. There's no friends on the court. There's no buddy, buddy. He goes at you. He goes at you hard, and he's gonna give you everything. That's how Kobe was. Like I've only ever really seen two like assassins on the court like blackout and it was Jordan and Kobe it was and they say oh who's one who's two and three bro Jordan is one A Kobe is one B and everybody else is whatever right you feel me like so like that's just what it is Mm -hmm. like if you want who's number two I'd say Magic Johnson Mm -hmm. 
See, I Le, I, Le, I, Le, I agree with what you're saying because Kobe, they, like they speak about Kobe in in a certain manner, but then when it comes to like putting him up there in these conversations that he should be mentioned in, it's like they have those things. He got the Mamba mentality, or um, they mention his name in certain ways, but it's kind of like not the same respect is given to him when it's coming to like. His, the daily conversation yeah. You sit up here And say Jordan Is the best player Right And then turn around And say the closest We've ever seen To Jordan Is Kobe but So then, then there's right. it's, it's Jordan And then there's Kobe And then that's just What it is And depending on How you're looking at it And how you're building Your team And how you feel about things It might be Kobe And then it might be Jordan Uh huh I've talked to a lot of people Who will put Kobe Before Jordan When building a team mm-hmm. And I'm not I can't argue that So And then it's like <clears throat> As far as in like the world is concerned, I feel like a lot of people do a lot of things for show and there's not a whole lot of authenticity or a genuine emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. And I say that somebody coming from the sneaker culture and looking at how Kobe's are treated now versus when he was living and how mm. Kobe's were regarded, right? All of a sudden there's <laughs> such this high regard for Kobe sneakers and they're selling out and the resale value is high and everything because he's no longer with us. But when he was here, you could acquire Kobe's fairly easy. Super easy. Right? And and I know individuals who have full Kobe collections. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nines, the elites, the tens. Like they had Kobe's. They were Kobe fans. They and they weren't just Kobe fans, they were Laker fans as well. And I know a lot of individuals who are Laker fans and Kobe fans and their their energy behind how they felt about him is the same now, if not amplified. Uh-huh. And I can respect that. But for all of these new individuals who come about and now that he's not here, now you want a pair of Kobe's and Kobe was this and Mama Mentality and Happy Eight Twenty Four Day and all of this stuff. When you didn't have that energy beforehand, it's like appreciating something once it's gone. But if you really acknowledge what he was when he was here, you would have appreciated him then. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. I was never a Kobe fan. Because I feel he, um, how can I put this? I feel like he was extremely arrogant, right? Mm -hmm. Always respected his game. Mm-hmm. Always respected his game, but I feel like he was kind of arrogant, right? After he retired and he started doing more interviews, being more open, then I start to have that understanding of why he was the way he was because mm-hmm. of his mindset and how he approached things that allowed me to have more respect for him in that aspect and then appreciate his game even more because now I have an understanding of it. You go back and you watch it with a different it, lens. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's like, wow. It makes sense. And then mm-hmm. to hear some of the stories about him, it makes sense because when you love something and you take it serious and that's your life and you approach it the same way every day with a certain level of intensity, which is very high, and to be around individuals who don't have the same respect or love for it, right, and don't approach it the same way, not understanding the opportunities that they have, then you start to look at them differently, which is why he didn't pass the ball to a lot because he didn't trust his teammates because they weren't in the gym at 6 a.m. like he was. They didn't stay out there practicing and continue to work on his their game like he did. So they don't have the same level of love or commitment. So when it's crunch time, how do you expect me to trust them? Yep. Mamba mentality Blackout Take over We're not losing This is my team I'll step it up I, You challenge me I'm gonna answer the call Yeah I definitely believe that um, 
it's hard for me to watch. And sometimes I, I, I turn into a sucker and I'll watch comments. I'll look at some of the comments on a, on a Kobe dedicated post. And I just think that, you know, for me watching him as a kid, I have, I have a jersey right now, number eight jersey, champion jersey. And a neighbor gave me the jersey when I was living in Bakersfield. And at the time, the jersey went to my knees. Right. And then around the time when I met this brother right here, I used to hoop in that jersey in junior high all the time. So I just had a love for his game. Back then, he was an Iverson fan. I was a Kobe fan. You couldn't tell him nothing about Iverson. Couldn't tell me nothing about Kobe. And the thing that I I appreciated is I always felt like when people talked about him, they talked about him with the underdog type of tone. But then at the end of the day, it's almost when he proves you wrong, he cheated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so when I listen, when I watch sports analysts. People that I don't think that would say the things they say if he was still here, because one thing about Kobe that you hear now is how he will call them up, like how Stephen A. Smith explained when he called him up and said, man, don't you ever go look at the tape, go look at the tape and go see. You know what I mean? He had he had that fear in people, too, where it's like, I'm going to have to deal with him because he would break he would break you down. I mean, even when he used to break people's game down. Kind of like how Peyton Manning does for quarterbacks and stuff like that. that. And that's another thing, bro. Like. He broke other individuals, basketball players' games down, and there was never a challenge. There mm-hmm. was never an issue. Mm-hmm. He actually made them players better. Mm-hmm. How many individuals do you know that could break down another basketball player game and it be taken in a respectful manner? Yeah. Got to be a true Taking student. As constructive criticism. True student of the game. Mm-hmm. True only, student only of if, the game. Man, like yeah, he he was top tier when it came to hoop. And I do think that um, I do think that you know it's always fun to have a conversation of like comparing players because you got your favorites and this that and the other. But I think sometimes fans, because I, I I feel like this conversation is what I'm about to say is more for for basketball fans and sports analysts. I think basketball fans and sports analysts need to start listening to the people that actually did it at the highest level. Because when you listen to people that actually did it at the highest level, they're giving all the praise and all the flowers to Kobe Bryant. You understand what I'm saying? And it's whether it's Shaquille O'Neal, whether you, I think Shaquille O'Neal and Magic both said that he was probably the greatest Laker ever. You understand what I'm saying? Michael Jordan calls him his little brother. He don't. How many players has he referred to as his younger brother? Basically acknowledging the fact that, yo, this was me when I left. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so when, when, we, when, when people bring up all these other players, mainly comparing them to like a LeBron and things like that, I think when you listen to even the words of LeBron, there was an interview where he was even asked, who's better between you and Kobe Bryant? He could have refrained from answering a question. He could say, I'm not going to get into it. He said, no, I, I believe Kobe is better. Right. Especially yeah, right now. Yeah. And so um, even though I feel like he doesn't get uh, enough respect, I do think he gets plenty of respect from those that matter in the conversation. Those that understand. Yes. And those that understand. And I definitely hope that in the future, um, the others can catch up 
You know what I mean? I definitely, I, de- I definitely hope that because, like I said, anybody that's played against that man, uh, whether it's uh, LeBron James, whether it's Allen Iverson, Tracy McGrady, I mean, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. They will tell you, yo, this dude was a technician. This dude yeah, had a mentality. Different. This dude, you know, we we just coming in to warm it up. I mean, he's he's drenched in sweat from shooting yeah, he been around him. Out. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I've been at it. And then the thing about it is like. Um, there is a high level of respect, like you said, from a lot of people who understand and who know. That's why they're going to present a Kobe statue next year. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, of course, in year 2024. 20, exactly. That's yeah. Time. yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like he gets enough uh, respect for the player that he was. And to be honest, the person that he was you got to see a lot more of his personality and the type of individual he was once he retired and yeah. I, like I actually started to like like him a lot more after he retired because I got to see more of who he was mm-hmm. it's almost like somebody you work with and like damn man outside of work they cool as hell yep you know what I'm saying yeah like, yep. so yeah. It's, it's one of those things and then it's like it just you know it was uh, definitely too soon Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I agree. And you know that's that's the saddening thing about it. And so I can understand how a lot of people respond or operate moving when it comes to the topic of Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. But on the same breath, like I said, some people are fake about it, and I don't I don't really appreciate that, especially when we're talking about an individual who was extremely real in all aspects. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. The energy yeah. just isn't matching, and I don't like that. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that part is. Yeah. Not the greatest, but yeah, definitely I agree. I hope that uh, I hope that people catch up as far as an acknowledgement, and and I'm definitely gonna cover when they reveal what the statue looks like and stuff like that. I've heard speculation that uh, Gigi might have something dedicated to her as well regarding that. Um, and just to touch up on that a little bit. Like I was excited to see her growth and what he was doing with her and her basketball team and stuff like that. You know, because you see they. Once he retired, she was with him everywhere he went. You know what I'm saying? Sidelines and all of that stuff. So, you know, you know. there was an interview and I remember him saying, uh, like some people were like, oh, you know, too bad you don't have a son to carry on your legacy with you. He was like, nah, bro, Gigi got it. Yeah. She got me. Yep. We we good. Yeah. Like, Gigi, like, and then if you actually watch some footage of her old games and whatnot, she had it. Oh, she had the cheat code. She was she like, had it. She, she was emulating her dad. Like, a lot. Whoa, a lot. Yeah, she wasn't just at. She wasn't just courtside watching the game. She was studying. Mm-hmm. She was paying attention. Yep. She was taking notes. She was taking his advice, his guidance, and actually implementing it. Right. She was nice. Oh yeah. But yeah, man. Shout out to Kobe. We gonna end, we gonna end on that note. You know what I mean? This your boy. Dizzy D Spill, you've been tuning in to the No Shit Podcast here with my co-host, Joanny Evans, Farmer Poe. You already know what to do. Like, subscribe, leave comments. I'm pretty sure y'all got a lot to say about some of the topics we covered. So you know where to find us. You can find us on the YouTube channel. You can find us on our personal Instagram pages. If you want to argue with Poe about the proper way to grow tomatoes, if you want to argue with Jelani about Air Force Ones, if you want to argue, <laughs> if you want to argue with me about rapping, uh, I definitely don't mind battle rapping you at this point. But anyways, make sure you like and subscribe and follow us. 
and tune in every week for a new episode of the Notion Podcast. I'm sorry, Poe's phone was going off the whole time and he was struggling. But it happens, man. He's it happens, just, every, that, it happens with Poe. Yeah, yeah, just with Poe. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, every team's got to have a mascot. Anyways, <laughs> you've been tuning into the Notion. Appreciate it. Until next time, peace.